Hello, welcome back. You are listening to Creatrix Culture. I'm your host, Sarah Lottie. I'm really excited. I'm trying out a new mic tonight. I was recommended the Apogee Mic 96K. It's really compact, kind of fun. I got it to travel with, so I can do voiceover and record some podcasts on the road and it's easy to schlep along with me. So I'm already noticing it doesn't have as much um, like interference noise. I don't know what the terminology is. I should probably brush up on that being that I'm doing audio stuff. (laughs) It'll come to me at some point, like everything else, right? So the last episode I did, I ended up deleting, and I even, before I posted the, if you listen to it, um, the episode of We Didn't Start the Fire, so I'm actually going to post this again with the same title, but with updated, and I hesitated even putting it up to begin with because of all the energy that was going around. Even though I really like some of the messages that came through for me to talk about, what I was even hesitant to say, and that's why I was hesitant to even put the episode up, is about allowing things and cities to just burn down, where part of the message resonates, but not in the literal sense. I mean, kind of. Um, But once everything started to unfold that first uh, weekend or the days leading into Minneapolis burning down and what really started to come to light of who was actually burning down the city really didn't resonate with my message. So I, uh, I really didn't want that floating out there that the groups that were coming in to cause disruption in a lot of the major cities that were doing peaceful protests weren't actually the protesters. So once that, you know, showed its face, I, that's when I chose to take down that episode. So this is the reboot of We Didn't Start the Fire with similar messages, but um, I'm not going to align with, like I even said in that one, I don't believe that violence or destruction is the answer. Um, But if you didn't listen to that episode before I took it down, the message was, is that as a collective, we are going through a major purge and we are basically going through dark night of the soul. You could call it the Phoenix coming out of the ashes. You could call it the, the tower card in tarot. We're having a tower moment where we're breaking down structure, breaking down belief systems, breaking down ways of being that no longer serves us or we would be also going through the death tarot card which so many people are afraid of that card and it's one of my favorites it's not about dying it's about something dying and transforming and rebirthing into something else we are going through as a collective one of the biggest transformations in history and a lot of people will say, oh, history is just repeating itself right now, and 
If you look at history with different pandemics or viruses that have came through or, you know, deconstruction of societies. And yes, that is true. We have gone through a lot of this before. What is different about this than any other time that the inception of Earth and being beings being on Earth is that we are going into an ascension. The Earth is ascending from the third dimension into the fifth dimension. And this has never happened before. And basically, the ascension started to take place. Some dates with different teachers, you know, kind of been thrown out there. Some say 2003. I know back in 2006, some teachers were saying that was the beginning of the return of the Divine Feminine. Um, a lot of other spiritual teachers were saying around the time of 2012 and the end of the Mayan calendar um, that this has already started to take place. The shifts have already started to take place with us awakening as a collective and the consciousness awakening and us beginning this ascension process. So in any ascension process, if it's on a personal level or now a globally conscious level, is you're going to go through, you have to get rid of what no longer serves you. You have to purge out your blocks, what's in your way, what's holding you back, what what are you not looking at, what are you denying, what are you hiding, what is so many truths are coming to light on a personal level for a lot of people and then on a global level. So we are going through a major cleansing and it's what that looks like is different for many parts of the world and for many individuals personally. So in my expression of burning everything down is was more of it's time to burn down the structures, these structures in society that no longer serve us, these structures that have been put in place that are holding us back from awakening and ascending and opening ourselves up more spiritually and raising our vibrations. We are a planet of polarity, so since the inception of Earth, there has always been dark and light. And that has been something we have always had to deal with in this plane. And with many teachings that they use different terminology for what the dark and light is. So some might call it, you know, the devil and God or, you know, whatever it is. But right now, the darkness, it's like what if you've ever done shadow work. So going back to the second episode that I did with Naomi Matsuda talking about shadow work is the shadow is also the ego so that you can look at as being the dark sides of yourself. Whenever you're doing shadow work or moving through ascension, the ego doesn't want you to move out of its comfort zone. The ego doesn't want you to abandon it. It still wants to have a voice. It still wants to be heard and be relevant. And that is parts of our shadow. That is the polarity. 
where our higher selves and our lighter side wants to move away from this and wants to grow and expand and reach higher and become bigger. Um, So whenever you do really deep work, the forces within you on a personal level are going to get stronger. And that's what we talked a lot about in the second episode of Shadow Work. So that's why shadow work is very important on a personal level. Now you can look at what's happening, especially on a, a conscious level, and especially if you look at America, for instance, is we're having that polarity really start to manifest itself into a 3D structure, in a sense, into where we're seeing it being played out amongst humanity. And it's becoming so amplified because the earth and the beings of earth and want to move towards the light and expand and grow and ascend. So that's why you're seeing such such a polarity right now, which is beautiful, but going through shadow work and especially doing the dark night of the soul is really painful work. And it's rolling up your sleeves and sticking your hands in the mud and really digging inside the parts of yourself that you don't want to look at or admit or see. And that's what's happening on a society level now is digging in and looking at things under a microscope that we don't want to admit or see. Um, It's also looking into the political structures and looking at that with open eyes and awakening to what we've just been fed um, and admitting and seeing the lies and the the influence and the, the, the way we are influenced to follow certain narratives that are put in place to keep us from thinking for ourselves, speaking for ourselves, and at the end of the day, essentially ascending, essentially waking up. Some people call it taking the red pill, you know. It's imperative now that we look at these things with open eyes. And I had this um, really interesting epiphany, I think it was actually two months ago now, about why people sometimes struggle with opening up their mind out of their tunnel vision um, belief system that they have and looking at things from other angles or opening up their minds that maybe what they've been telling themselves or what they've been have been believing has been complete lies has less to do with what the truth is or not and more to do with them and their own personal egos that they were wrong that if their beliefs all this time were wrong, that jeopardizes their ego. And it's not a bad thing. It sucks to tell yourself that you were wrong. Because then what else? How can you even believe your own self then and your own instincts, right? And your own intuition. If you've just believed something that's completely false or bullshit, you know? 
it kind of starts to disrupt your whole world, then what can you believe? And that's the journey is to take in information from many different angles and figure that out for yourself of what's true and what you believe, not that you're just believing it because somebody told you to believe it. But it does threaten the ego and the ego doesn't want to go away or to be wrong. I've had a few incidences in my life, even as of recent, where I was wrong. I figured it out. It was really painful to look at. And I had to sit there and go through, how can I even trust my own self and my intuition? If I thought with so much conviction that this was the truth, and maybe it was true for a moment, or maybe it was never true, and I was just trying to convince myself it was true. When, if I really take a few steps back and look at what my intuition and what my higher self and what my guys were trying to tell me is they were trying to, you know, save me from going down a certain path that then I, you know, made up a bunch of things, not made it up, but like, try to keep convincing myself that this thing that I wanted to be true was true when inevitably it wasn't true. So that was sucked to kind of go through and look at and admit to myself. Um, But I know I've said it in other episodes and I'm just going to say it again of, you know, we are one consciousness and we are going through from... I've been kind of saying this, I think, since the beginning of COVID. I just, I really do believe it's spirituality 101. It's letting go of control of things you don't have control over. You know, it's also like the serenity prayer, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. What can we not change? What can we change? And have we taken a few steps back and unplugged from the collective to see what that is? And that also goes to into spirituality 101, really, is what do we have to surrender to right now in our personal selves? What do we need to stand up for? What do we need to just allow ourselves to go with the flow with um, and turn inward and understand that we the bad and the good and these people we don't like and how dare they and them them and they and they're evil and they're wrong and they didn't wear their mask and they didn't like the skin color and they're acting this way and they're not acting right that way and they're not abiding by this new rule that we just decided needed to be a certain way and blah blah blah. and all this commotion everyone's just yelling at each other right is understanding we're all one whatever we're doing on this earth plane whatever we're playing out and these dramas we're constantly playing out and the drama that we're being fed by the media and that are is controlled by higher beings that want us to play out a certain narrative right so they can keep their agendas going this is a true thing this isn't conspiracy this is really what's going on is that we all come from the same source 
even if there's some souls that have been walking into the negative, and I don't just mean negative on this plane, and I mean negative in, in soul, um, for many, many, many life cycles, they still come from the same source. You can call it God, you can call it the creator, you can call it the light, you can call it whatever you want. We all come from the same one source, no matter where you are, same source. It's what we, we have to, we play out these dramas and we attach to these dramas because these dramas are what we have signed up for to help us evolve, help us evolve once again on the individual level, on the individual soul journey and help us evolve on a collective level, on the collective soul journey. And right now we are so connected on this collective soul journey, especially that we have the communication that we have around the world with social media, with the internet, that we have to understand more of how this works in working together on a collective. In manifestation and in law of attraction, the beginning teachings of that is to not focus on what you don't want because you'll get more of what you don't want and to focus on what you do want and to be focusing this within a positive mindset with, while you're in a higher vibration to watch what emotions you attach to that. So with really strong convicted emotion that comes from anger and upset and hurt of all the things you don't want. It is by law, you will attract, and I know this isn't the first time you've heard this, more of what you don't want. And if you find yourself in alignment and connected and with your thought and your words, speaking positively, thinking positively of the outcome of what you do want, how you do want to see this world, how you do want races to work together. And you put the emotion and you put that passion behind it. You raise the vibration, you raise the vibration of the collective and you help the collective being one consciousness come together to make those changes together. And naturally, without force, without violence, the force isn't physical. It's by, it's not even verbal in attacking. It's verbal in positivity. It's verbal in amplifying. What do we want? What do we want that to look like? And as best as we can, Staying in that vibration of love, of light, of one consciousness. But the minute we fall back down into the 3D drama, and it's in the fourth dimension actually is where we reside as the consciousness. It's in the fourth dimension where the lower vibrational beings reside to keep feeding us the drama. So you have to be very careful with that in not getting stuck in that um, dimension uh, in your thoughts. It's raising above it and going into the fifth dimension where we're going as a collective to really work past that. They are, they're not allowed to rise past the fourth dimension. So if you are operating 
on a higher vibration and coming from love and coming from positivity and looking at and speaking of with emotion, positive emotion of what you want, they fall away. That falls away. The polarity falls away. The darkness falls away. But as long as we're sitting down here together on the lower vibration, screaming, yelling, fighting with each other, defriending people on social media, yelling on your page about defriending people on social media, hating this person, hating that person, how dare they, how dare they, this government, that government, this, that, blah, 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 with so much passion and so much conviction and so much hatred, none of this will get resolved. And we'll just be ending up on another timeline of the hell that we're already stuck in if we continue to stay on a lower vibration to try to, and I'm using quotation marks with my fingers, make change, the change isn't going to happen. The change will not happen from that place. A lot of spiritual teachers right now are, are, are talking about and teaching, like, there are moments where us lightworkers and you can call them light workers, you can call them star seeds, you can call them earth angels um, that have psychic, spiritual people, whatever you want to call us, have came here and incarnated in this lifetime to hold light and higher vibrations as we go through this change. And more and more light workers have been incarnated onto earth over decades now to start the process to start this ascension to slowly start to awaken break down structures awaken people and more and more people are starting to wake up if you look back you know how many years when I first started doing yoga in Los Angeles in the early 2000s like no one really talked about yoga. You were weird if you did yoga. And I think I talked about it before, how I was introduced to meditation. You know, that was weird, and you were a hippie, weird person. But more and more people are starting to meditate, and because we are slowly waking up. But for those of us who have been walking this path some of us our entire lives, others, you know, at different moments of where they are, where they become awakened, is we are asked to look into different truths and dark truths and things that are hidden and the things that are painful. But then we are also asked to let that integrate and it might bring down our vibration a lot, but allow it to move through quickly and then go back into the place of help keeping the vibration raised and help keeping the light anchored and many of us are asked to do that at different times or go to different places or however that looks like to help keep everything going into the proper direction but I have to say it's really hard to see 
as a collective, so many people still really hanging on and plugging into the hate amongst each other, amongst your friends, amongst your family. This, you're, you're I'm sorry, you're doing it all fucking wrong. <laughs> Y'all doing it all fucking wrong and all fucking backwards. And it's not cool anymore. It's not okay. It's not okay. I'm sorry, Facebook, y'all need to shut the fuck up and stop posting all this shit that is just so negative. I will post things here and there, but for me, I'm trying to trigger awakening. I'm trying to trigger different thought. I hope I don't ever post things that come across as too much hatred or low vibration and if I do please anyone call me out that would be great um and I try not to post a lot just to I want to kind of keep people from you know bring some truth but then also bring light but we need to do better as a collective we need to do better and it's it's hard to watch I, I have a really hard time scrolling through um a lot of what people are posting right now because shaming I'm going to say it again shaming each other is not it's keeping the low vibration screaming at each other is keeping the low vibration if we're still talking about these fucking masks and having to wear these masks I mean can we stop already it's just keeping a low vibration we got it everyone has it they understand if they don't want to wear a mask they don't want to wear a mask let them go send them love send them love and light you know if you don't like our president send them love and light if we don't like the cabal send them love and light if we don't like the illuminati send them love and light if we don't like what the pedophilia pedophile people are doing send them love and light we have to keep the vibration high we have to keep our thoughts positive if you don't like what's happening with racism go through in your head and send everyone that you believe is a racist, love and light, and then turn it around and send yourself love and light. Because if you recognize it, you're part of it. If it's in your experience, you're a part of it. If you weren't a part of it, it wouldn't be in your experience. It's not to say I'm saying that you're a racist, but that's how it works. If we can recognize it, it's part of us. We wouldn't recognize it if it wasn't a part of us in one way or another, in a conditioning, in a subconscious, you know, something that was programmed into you. It's not that you're bad. We have a th million different programs that are beyond our control, that have been fed to us through media, through our parents, through our society, through our neighborhoods, through our communities, through our jobs. I mean, there's things that weren't, wasn't even a part of my experience until I worked at certain places and then came across certain, I'll say like races of people where I would learn at that job. They're like, oh, that race, they act like X, Y, Z and blah, 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 blah. Never knew that before I worked at that job. Never knew that that was even a thing. Those stereotypes that were then all of a sudden manifested in my path. How do I unwind from that? I've been really attracted to studying the Hawaiian healing practice of Ho'oponopono. 
And it's been a really beautiful um, practice to dig into. I was introduced to it years ago. Very, you know, surfacely, briefly, I attended a workshop where we worked through that. But I've been really strongly guided to dig into it deeper and start practicing it on a daily basis. And I'll go into the practice more in another episode, but the long story short of it is, like I was just saying, if you recognize it, if it's in your experience, you're a part of it. So the art is to turn these things, bring them into you, and find a way to, and like basically take responsibility for it. And then you do a very short and easy prayer of, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, and thank you. You can do it with people, you can do it with situations, you can do it with your job, you can do it with basically anything. You can do it for other people. And I've been doing that prayer a lot and taking a lot of responsibility for different things in my life and for what I'm witnessing around the world and the actions of all of us and turning it and bringing it inward and helping clear and raise the vibration within these really painful things that we are witnessing and watching. I mean, on the flip side, it really is a beautiful thing that we are and decided to incarnate into such a really potent time and that we do get to have this experience being so connected by technology that we are having this experience being so connected by technology with the you know billions of souls on this planet that we have this an amazing opportunity together to really make change and really make this world and this experience and this life the way our souls want it to be outside of this fucking programming outside of this matrix that we've been stuck in for thousands of years to take it back is another thing that has happened is I'm not sure if I really explained this in another episode, is that we just came out of the age of Pisces and we have are traveling into the age of Aquarius where the age of Pisces was really dense, low, very stuck energy, very patriarchal. We've lived in a very patriarchal, systematic society and why a lot of us struggle so hard in that is that our souls are not designed to live in, su- in this structure, in this way of being. And that's why so many people get so depressed and hate their jobs and hate their lives and really struggle being here because it's not natural to the way our souls have lived maybe in other dimensions, maybe in other planets and other solar systems and other lifetimes. And we are traveling into the golden age of Aquarius where we, as I said, we are 
shifting into a higher dimension for our souls to live out a lighter purpose, a more playful purpose, a more loving, coming from the heart with more love and more light and living in a different world. We have the opportunity to live in a different world and we are being tested and we are being pushed and we are being asked to truly work together. This is a bigger thing than just what's happening in America or what's happening in this part or that part of the world. It's freeing ourselves from all levels of slavery, changing things that we felt were out of our control, bringing light to the really dark shit that's happening on our planet and coming together as a unified force to change this all once and for all so we can live harmonious lives that our souls and our higher selves are dying to live with each other in this life. We have the opportunity. The earth, she's begging us to give her the opportunity to ascend, to transform. She's tired of the life she's been living. She's tired of being held back and held down and oppressed and repressed and suppressed. And if we don't help her as a collective, if we don't band together and come together as one, if we don't wake up and help her ascend, she's going to purge herself. Because as humanity, we are the cancer that's living inside of her right now. And she's going to find a way to heal and she'll move on with or without us. So us, who are the beings of light, who are here to help make change, who are here to bring us to a brighter place, are here to help humanity wake up, come together. Remember, we are one consciousness. If she purges you, she purges me. Let's manifest together a world of light and love where we all can succeed, where we can coexist with nature, with Mother Earth, with beings from other dimensions and planets and universes, with others' beliefs, skin types, religions. Let's manifest a place where we truly can coexist in peace, love, and harmony. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon.